I want to credit Made in LA, like uh, in terms of like a project that has been like helpful to a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. like, That's it's really like, it's, it's heartwarming. No, I, I mean, it's you, like, you should, you should <laughs> feel the warmth because, because it's, I mean, you, I'm sure I'm not the only person that you've given this much like insight into like how you just fucking do something. You know, like you always hear people saying, you just do something, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. and then, it's, but it's, it feels like a mystery. And yeah. Then it and then you do isn't. it and you're, like, and you're like, oh, I just did something. Yeah. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest, my guest is Molly Shulman. Uh, Hi. She is a uh, Friend from like, man, when was the first year? First year you did Men in LA? 2016. 2016. So we've been, oh, <clears throat> holy shit. 2016, 2017, <laughs> 2018, 2019, yeah. 2020, 2021. Yeah, seven years. Seven years. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Happy anniversary. Hugs. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that I never actually time. thought of that. I never, I don't think about time. Yeah, me neither. It, <laughs> it bums you out most of the time. <laughs> it stresses me out. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Funny. But when did we do the, the, our first podcast? 2018, 2019. Sometime oh. around there. Yeah. So you didn't start it? No, because your first project was the junk mail. Yeah. No, the first project that you saw was the junk mail. <laughs> that means that you've been doing Made in LA for seven years. I've been yeah. doing this show for four now. Holy cow. Yeah. That's but, wild. Yeah. But they kind of are, they kind of were born out of each other, you know, the, yeah. the same ethos. Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, mm-hmm. I met you, the world is so weird because I met, I met, I, I was hanging out with my friend from uh, when I was a little kid, you know, when, when I went to school in Italy. He, okay. like, we were both members, our dads actually both worked for the same place. So he was in town and I was hanging out with him and he met and introduced me to uh, Salome and Benoit. Uh, who is that? Right. Uh, Salome Grace? No, no, no. Who, oh, are, can oh, we say oh, who your friend is? Oh, my, yeah, yeah. It's Nader Soban. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Nader uh, Soban, I think. Is or, he an artist? No, or no. How no. did he know Salome? He just, they just, he was just a very extroverted person on vacation. And oh. then they met and they, they, they oh. met at like some club or something. Oh, okay. Actually, I think I might have even been there that night when they met. I just, he was doing his own thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then after that, I I remember actually telling her that I was working on a piece that ended up showing at Cirrus. And I remember that piece. Yeah, and then she started working at Cirrus. What? And so it's like the craziest, like yeah. I didn't know this history, this yeah. part of it. So your piece was the the calc the um, receipt tape. Yeah, receipt printer that prints all like it's a self portrait that prints all of my consumption. Right. Yeah. Like and I then, really like that piece. By thank the way. you. You've and always I, been very supportive of me. I knew I saw it before I met you though. Oh, cool. But I just assumed you you met Salome through Cirrus. No, that's why I'm oh. sharing the story because it's actually serendipitous and weird. Kind that of. is really weird. And then we became friends through, uh, what's it called? Uh, through Made in LA. Like, it, I mean, our, our friendship continued right? Uh, from there. Yeah. Like, you know. Because you were just a really um, I mean, exuberant I was... <laughs> volunteer. You were like, how can I help? Right? Yeah. 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 Does well, that sound accurate? Well, but you guys pitched it to me first. Like, I did... Oh, no, no. Okay. So wait. So you did your junk mail project. Separate. I didn't know yeah. you yet. Yeah. That's when I first yeah. met you. And then you came to the place. That was Wasn't like... that in Made in LA though? Yeah. That was the first year. Okay. And then the year so after. So can I guys... just say what you did? Yeah. yeah he yeah. filled his, he organized all of the junk mail and all of the flyers and circulars, every piece of mail. He organized it so that 
like Kamal was together. And then he basically filled his home. It was kitchen, all like living stacks. room, dining yeah. room with stacks of sorted junk mail. Yeah, so it looked like an archive, kind it of. It was great. I <laughs> loved it. It was so weird. And your house was empty. Yeah, yeah. Why was your house empty? Oh, uh, because I was moving out. <laughs> oh, okay. What a good project for an empty house. Yeah. Yeah, so and it was... filled with junk mail that you had collected well, it's and a, archived. I couldn't do anything. Is it archived? Okay. Yeah, it was... No, I ended up throwing it away. Oh, you it was threw just, it away. It was it's the as heaviest all, As junk thing. mail, that is yeah. the, 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 the life of, a, of junk mail. It was in my car during a car accident. And some pieces of the junk mail flew out. And <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh, well, the project is ruined. ruined. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is funny. But um, no, it's also like I just don't have any storage for it. And it's really hard to keep all of that stuff. Nobody keeps junk mail. No, I know. <laughs> well, the reason that I started it was because uh-huh. that apart or that I, it was a duplex, that mm-hmm. house. So that part of the duplex, it was a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a, a mail slot instead of a, 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 a mailbox. So daily they would just litter into my fucking house. <laughs> like and it was throw so, up into the house. Yeah. Blah. And it's yeah. like, I could pick it up every day or I could just live with a pile of it there. And then, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a fun project. I, I definitely, you know, and it, 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 it I'm just glad that I don't carry it with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was, okay. So that's where I met you. And yeah. then maybe the following year you asked to maybe help out or if you, I, well, you guys asked, I think you asked a few of us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, and then, yeah. I was you're making you me sound available. so thirsty. <laughs> no. You're making me sound no, so thirsty. No, because you were most people don't really like make themselves available and I found that it was so refreshing and helpful that you did. Yeah. yeah. Because by the way, Made in LA was just me and Salome and we didn't have any help. <laughs> and we had an overwhelming response and we were like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. And that's why uh, did and it grow? Jamie helped us and yeah. he was ha- he he did reach out and said, "Hey, do you guys need help?" And yeah. I'm not used to People having like, help. Yeah. It's hard to delegate, even with this stuff. Yeah. Like, it really is hard. One yeah. of the things that's so frustrating and, and that I'm, like, kind of coming to terms with is just, like, people just, in the art community, they're not actors. So they don't, like, go out and promote. Like, you know, so, like. Oh, God, I know. So I like, can't even believe there's there's a camera right now. I'm I know. dying. So, like, people. <laughs> there's two directly <laughs> that you are in frame for. And there's oh three all together. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah, so so tell us a little bit about, well, we, let's talk about Made in LA because I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the, the podcast really came out of working with you guys and sort of having that, like I definitely credit, first of all, the, uh, anybody who's seen my artwork in the last few years, like it's probably been, uh, aside from the serious show, it's probably been because you've given me an opportunity to show. So, cause it's not something that I've been like actively pursuing, Yeah. but every now and then you're like, oh, hey, and We're I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so well, we, we did the, the lobby, yeah. but then you also, you've thrown mm-hmm. other nice things to me. So I really like, you are not just a, a friend, but like, you're one of my biggest supporters <laughs> and advocates as an artist. So it's, well, I've been I'm, dying oh to have God. you on the show. I'm and- left speechless. Let's just stop the show now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. That is okay. So Salome and I started Made in LA. And that, honestly, we are very idealistic. And we sort of thought, how can we, I mean, it, there's, there's a lot to say about it. But one of the things we wanted to do was have an inclusive, a fully inclusive show where anyone could be in it. Because we felt sort of lost in the LA art world. We didn't know how to sort of 
and Salome latch was, on to And Salome was working at, at, in a gallery, too. So it's, it's she was at that it, time, yeah. It speaks to that gap that I think that... I think so. You know, like that... Yeah, she you, was you can, embedded in the art world in the sense that she was being paid through yeah. a gallery. She was meeting lots of people, but still, we didn't really feel like we had access. Yeah, and, I, and it's funny you say that, and I hope this isn't, like, a bad story, but I remember <laughs> I used to also work as, like, an art handler, gallery assistant kind of thing, and I stopped because I realized how people would look at me. And I remember when mm. I was showing in that space... At Cirrus. At Cirrus, the, the feeling of all of us being friends and all of us hanging out, but then her having to go put the, t- the chairs away, you know? Yeah. And that's what clicked in my head Whoa. where I was like, was like, oh. Yeah, so, there's a lot of hierarchy. Yeah, exactly. And so that is really the root of Made in LA, like having like an We inclusive, should spell it too. I will in okay. one second, I promise. <laughs> I will spell it. It, it was a way to have an inclusive, non-hierarchical show, if yeah. you will. So where galleries are on the same plane as having a show in your house full of junk mail or a garage or in the park or whatever. But Made in LA, spelled M-A-I-D-E-N, like a maiden voyage, L-A. Mm-hmm. Or like Iron Maiden, I like to Or think. Iron Maiden. <laughs> and if you Google it, Iron Maiden comes up basically okay, a nice. lot. Because there is, I think that there's a, a cover band <laughs> called Maiden LA. Oh, I think wow. so. That's or awesome. Some, maybe it's Iron. No, I think it is. Because it comes up a lot. And then there's also in New York, there's a um, nonprofit. Uh, what is it? The co- I worked with them briefly when I was in New York, but they're on Maiden Lane. And mm, Lane is, is LA. LA. Or LN. No, it's, it's LA. LA. Okay. Yeah, I think that they, um, what do you call it? Abbreviated LA. <laughs> Okay. So, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's yeah. part of like picking a name too, right? But what you maybe can't, what you can hear is that they sound exactly the same. So yeah. they're homophones. Yeah. And when you say you're in the Made in LA show, it sounds exactly like you're in the Hammer show, the Hammer yeah. Made in LA show, which we were riffing off of. And then it's also, it's an anagram. So it's the same letters. Mm-hmm. That's how we came up with Maiden. I mean, I've been peripheral and close and uh it what what i like about made in la you know it's a it seems like a novel concept or it seems like there's this editing process that happens where it's like the quality of the work because la you know i've been saying this a lot i did an open call and i accepted everybody because we live in la and like everybody yeah yeah for what for the for the uh, east side international show I put it out an open call okay, and everybody that. That, that submitted, I was like, oh, you're all dope. Let's do it. I love that. That's <laughs> but, amazing. And that's what we do. But 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 that wasn't even <laughs> intentional. It was just that the just, it's just LA is like oh, full of talented artists, okay, right? Yeah. So and then like through referrals and whatnot, uh, you find good people. And um I find that that kind like if you have the wherewithal to or coordinate a show and promote it yourself, like you probably give a shit about art. You probably have some thoughts about it. You're not just like a hobbyist, right? Even if you're doing just like some craft stuff that mm-hmm. like doesn't necessarily have like, um, you know, an ethos or whatever, like there's still, you're still a practicing artist and the work is usually pretty interesting, right? Like, so that's what I found. Uh, yeah, that's what I, interesting that you're saying that because that's just it, like... A lot of people apply, but you have you kind of have to have your shit together just to yeah. present a project 
for the open call. Like, so it already it, kind of weeds out maybe at the level that you're talking about where somebody's just, you know, yeah. a hobbyist. Yeah. Because you have to have an idea, you have to have an image, you have to have, you know, some written information. And you have to set up a space, you have, you have to, to coordinate yes. with all of that stuff. So it's, and, and in theory, all of that, the other thing it, that I think Made in LA does is empowers you because you actually have all the tools. Like you've done the whole thing yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. just, then you, you have just something to put credit. on your resume or what, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> I definitely don't take the credit. No, no, I'm teasing. But at I'm teasing. least I feel like it's just the idea of doing something collectively. It just yeah, gives yeah, it yeah. a little bit more and um, part of weight. it's And in part of like, it's basically a, a, it's own art fair where with like real, you know, where, it's I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept. It's been it's been really cool. And I think one of the things that uh, at the beginning of uh, w when I did help you guys out, one of the things that I did a lot because you came to my show and that meant a lot to me that the organizer of the thing when only six people showed up, the, uh, like that meant a lot to me. Like that was okay. super validating. Yeah. So I, that was kind of the responsibility I kind of felt like I took because I wanted to people to see that like, Hey, you didn't Somebody's just submit it to like a blind thing. Like we're yeah. showing up, you know, that was in the first year. I think now that's unnecessary because people well, are, I mean, it's still validating, but I mean, I, you still have to invite a lot of, you have to invite people and you still have to kind of try to get people to come. I mean, it's so hard to get people to come to your thing. No, you know? exactly. So, so yeah. So I think I saw a lot of really cool stuff mm -hmm. and it was, it was a really good, like it may have been like the most active art year that I had had because amazing what yeah. you mean the first year no the second year the, the one the year that I helped the okay um and then and then after that I was like okay <laughs> you guys did it so now it's uh every two years before you did it in they, theory it's it, every two years because the well what happened it was always supposed to be it was always supposed to coincide with the hammer show okay in theory but Salome and I had so much momentum after the first show. And we were like, what if people forget about it or something? <laughs> so then we did it the next year. And then we're like, oh, fuck, we have to do it again for the following year. So we did it the third year. And then at some point in there, Salome moved to France. Okay. And that, and was... that yeah, <laughs> that would change it. And like had another kid. And so. Um, what, how old is your daughter? When did you have your daughter? Mine is five. So that's. I think I was. How, I think was, oh, how so, old was Made in LA? So the first year, 2016, I during Made in LA, I found out I was pregnant at the end. Oh, okay. I was pregnant. Okay. So then the following year, I had a newborn and mm. I brought her to the shows. No, I, I remember yeah. seeing And then the following year, I had a one year old. <laughs> well, we've talked about this because I yeah. see your daughter a lot, but it isn't yeah. until recently that I got a sense of her personality. <laughs> yeah, because like, she's always. She's, at, She's the littlest one at an art opening or something. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, but it was like, it, it's, it is a, a funny thing, like kids that you know in the art world where you're mm -hmm. just like, hey, I see you at shows. Yeah, I see you at shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you kind of just hide behind your mother's leg yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So then uh, you said, you, you alluded to the fact that you're, it's no longer uh, biannual. What, what's right. going on? Right. So with that? then I think um, out of pure exhaustion, we yeah. decided to move to a, biennial um format and so then we skipped a year and it felt so good to skip a year because I could work on my own stuff because even though it's only a month or so out of the year yeah the it take, takes like, a it's somehow of, so much work I yeah don't, it's it a lot ends of up being so much work yeah I'm like yeah. at a computer 
and organizing things and emailing and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the part I did was just fun. <clears throat> was just like yeah, you did a window, right? The window yeah. display. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. What else? Did you do? No, I. Well, you I, went around. Yeah, that was the. Yeah. That, that's what I meant by the fun yeah. part. Like I didn't have to yeah. do any of the actual organizing. I was just like the brand ambassador that would show up and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm an <laughs> organizer for here. We love you." Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? great. I mean, I tried to go. Yeah, we tried to just like go to people's projects. Yeah. Because it's it's important what people are doing. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Well, then, uh, like, then you started, we're in your studio. So then you started to work more on your stuff. It sounds like during that year off, was that maybe the more most active year you've had recently? Like since made in LA? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think 2019 was a really, I think so. Well, also I had a baby right away, like that next year. And that was, that just took so much out of me. Yeah. (laughs) Like physically, emotionally, it was just a lot of work. And then, um, and, and, uh, and focus, not in a bad way. It was positive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's lovely. Um, and then, uh, so, okay. 2016, we started 2017. I had Ida 2018. We did another one. She was still a baby 2019. Yes. So 2019, I was like, I'm going to focus on myself. And I, I actually applied to a lot of stuff and that's when I applied to the TAM residency mm-hmm. and I did that. So that was like a year long. Um, when did you become <clears throat> a member of Amana Vista? I think it was also 2019. Another yeah. uh, another re- yeah. re- opportunity that ended up getting because you I know you, <laughs> you know. And like, we did OPAF, other yeah. places art fair. No, but I'm just saying I'm just adding that to the tally of opportunities you've helped me get. <laughs> oh, I helped you get Amana Vista. <laughs> I mean, to some Not extent. Really. I mean, you represented yourself. I, I that's true. And you but, knew all the people in the group at that point. Yeah, right? I did work hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them are on your podcast. Well, I had when I met them, I had to make such an effort to not just have all of them on at once because <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, 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 we're not just documenting Monta Vista. Right? No, yeah, you definitely want to spread your yeah. your wings, yeah, but um, and include more people. But, but yeah. that's how you know. I mean, I imagine no, it's like definitely. a lot of like, oh, I met you here. Let's do this. We did. Um, we did that. Um. That Daisy Chain show, yeah, whatever yeah. that was. That one. That was the... Oh, oh Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah. Yeah. We did like a Kamikaze within Kamikaze or something. It was just kind of crazy. Like Yeah, people, we're like, I, we're, we weren't sure that every, anybody was going <laughs> to It was a, show. It was like, yeah. I think the concept was Daisy Chain and like, so, yeah. it's like playing telephone. Like somebody taps me and then I'm in the show, then I... Tap, tap, yeah. tapped you and then you're in the show and you and then i tapped Jorge? alex oh alex. alex andrew sanchez who's oh. been on the show a lot oh, right who i met through yeah. you through that yeah. show yeah 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 he's awesome he's a really funny guy he's like he's uh, a modern bukowski <laughs> like, really? yeah. yeah like he's, he's so nice. he's so joyous and fun but like when you oh, look I at what to he, a show, actually. yeah, yeah. yeah. When, he, when you look at what he reads it's like it's all dark yeah i love him uh, and he has a kid too yeah yeah he has a great he, he's another art kid where it's like i went to a par- his birthday party recently and i showed up and i knew his kid from instagram but i didn't know his kid so i was oh, like funny uh, <laughs> where's your dad <laughs> but and, yeah yeah that was fun i liked that show that show was good and then uh uh, uh gozier ogini who, who i've also had on the show twice he's the last recording i did in person well he's the one that i recorded he was at Monte in Vista. the show too yeah yeah That's he was where in the I met show him. i was trying to think where actually I met and him. and uh jackie perez of and all people yeah. yeah all people that i have that i have on the oh, show yeah. amazing yeah. oh i didn't know had them on the show. I'll yeah, have yeah. to listen to those. Yeah, I met That's them through so that cool. show and that was well, I th- it, 
I guess maybe the topic today is just like how you randomly meet people <laughs> in the art world. Well, okay. So, but that was the root of Made in LA. We we're like, how do we meet people yeah, or yeah. like get into the art world here? Which uh, is basically the scam I'm pulling. I here. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, what you do is you actually just say hello and you meet people and you have a conversation. It's not anything it's, crazy. Yeah, you, but you it's, do, it is work though, in a sense. So you have to actually reach out to people. You can't just stay in your bubble. But I think, <laughs> I think that there is a difference between doing that as a person that is representing themselves as an artist yeah. versus what we are kind of doing I think so. to game the system a little bit, you know. Game the system. <laughs> no, and it's totally, it's yeah. perfect. Like, you've got to be transparent. But, like, literally, this is a networking, this started as a networking. It's only this year that I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it <laughs> to just keep doing this without, like, monetizing it. Yeah. So this year I'm trying to, like, do that more because it's so much fucking work. That's what Monta Vista is yeah. too. I mean, yeah. we sort of, um, that's you know, even more of like people a... into the space that who yeah. aren't us, <laughs> yeah. but it's a way to meet people. And I mean, that's how I met more mo connected. most of them. Yeah. Like, you know, and I also had Carl on the show. So what do you, what are your thoughts on the, so you are possibly one of the people that's best, position i'm granting you this authority because there's 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 okay there's the art world right there's the the you know, like the uh, money laundering world where okay <laughs> i'm familiar with that <laughs> you know beautiful stuff is made i'm not dis i'm not um disparaging it in any other way than the fact that it's like inaccessible to us and maybe not necessarily relatable mm -hmm. to us i feel like we exist in a space that's a little bit more in the art uh, uh, in the alt art scene the mm -hmm. the ladies doing it for themselves world you know where it's like you're not waiting for permission to sort of yeah. have your practice to show your work and maybe if you have some commercial success that's cool but like it's more about like not being able to not make art does that make sense? Or like being depressed if you don't make art? You know, where it's like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not... I am making gestures. <laughs> <laughs> You're not for Sorry, the listener. I've been so no, I'm just like... Yeah. I, I just... <clears throat> I also don't know if I'm like digging myself in deeper. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your well, thoughts yeah, on this Well, yeah, I think world? it's like not... I think success is great and making sales is great, but it's not necessarily our goal. Like, we're kind of thinking about ideas and... and um, I want to go more into that, like not that, being able to... To, to not make work, you okay. know, like, what do you, what do you think about that? Cause well, it is, a, yeah. it's a huge community of people that like are doing this pro bono. Pro bono. <laughs> I know it is funny. Right. Yeah. Like um, the work that Carl um, puts into shit. I know. The work that you put into stuff. Like what Carl is that? Carl is a force. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know. It, it is. I think it's something that, uh, what is it? It's a little bit of um, self-flagellation or something. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> you're sort of cursing yourself while you're doing it. No, I mean, I, I, I think it is. Like, I think I, I feel like I have no purpose if I'm not sort of putting my ideas down or trying to think about things in another way. Um, I think one of the hardest things for me after having Ida was realizing like before I had her all of the space in my head was mine and like I could just spend a long time mm -hmm. doing nothing or thinking or like just being in my studio and then all of that time disappeared and and that was really challenging and I think a little on the depressing side yeah. you know 
And then, like, figuring out that I needed to have a schedule and, like, actually make time and, like, carve out time to be in the studio and pick my nose or whatever was really helpful yeah. for my psyche. Yeah. it's it, it, That's interesting, too, because that's around the time where you started to actually, like, get opportunities in a way that I hadn't seen before. With, yeah. And provide opportunities in a way that you weren't able to before, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really focused on trying yeah. to apply for things and, like... I noticed. I was like, oh, shit, you can do that. <laughs> I was, yeah, that's funny. I should do that again. <laughs> it, there's so many curveballs, though, in the art world. It's like, okay, pan- well, in the world, yeah. pandemic. And it's, a, and it's a plate that you got to keep spinning. So it's fair to, like, I'm starting to just think in terms of more cyclical stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like right now at Monta Vista, I'm just doing the show mostly. I'm not even thinking about curating. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to force myself a little bit. Because how long have you been with Monavista? I, I think thin, since 2019. So oh, okay. I think I, it was 2019, and I was heavily involved. But you, with that doing, is the year you blew up. That was like, the it, year. In terms of like, the year of, that was my that was my best that, and last year. The summer of George. <laughs> yeah, that, it's all downhill from here. Um, yeah. So that I would say. Let me please rephrase <laughs> that for you. I figured you were just re- recuperating, gathering yourself for another push. Thank and maybe you. making work. I, I'm joking. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so I think I was just overwhelmed with stuff. Oh, no, I think that they had a policy at that time. Like maybe you had to wait a little while before you oh. did something. I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm making that up. I mean, do you remember? I, or maybe they eliminated that rule because we were all just so desperate in the pandemic to like. <laughs> so then and I had. um I, I, like I said, I was doing the Torrance thing. And so I had a big show at the end of that year that was... Um, which was great. Which was super fun. That's a but huge space. a lot of time. Yeah. That was a huge space for... Like, how many artists were in that space for that show? Um, I don't know. There were, there were at least 15 of us. It was, there were a lot of us. But that, I don't th- yeah, remember. Yeah, it was a huge crew. <laughs> I don't know how many. Yeah. <laughs> You've probably met all those people, too. Well, I've interviewed some of them, for sure. I've uh, yeah. uh, What's his name? Serge. He's so lovely. <laughs> He's great, man. He had that uh, fire. I know. I feel like this is just going to be us having, like, we a very a- inside <laughs> conversation <laughs> of, like, you know, but he had it might be interesting. Fire. Yeah, exactly. And, and he, um, even so, he came to my opening last year summer yeah and he had a plant wow. a um a begonia or something well on his like episode, an unusual spotted plant and i was just like how are you even here that's amazing and i feel like those people in our world who are like continue to be motivated despite hardship etc yeah. like well i heard that he that people and <clears throat> i you know this is telling tales out of school but at his own uh fundraiser that people were like donating stuff yeah. to he wanted to buy pieces <laughs> oh my god that's so cute so at opaf he, he got a lot of stuff too, yeah, I think, yeah some merch from the opaf people yeah yeah well how did you tell, tell us a little bit i mean i know it's not opaf isn't yours but you, how, your no, experiences that uh, was not mine no no no, no, no. <laughs> i can't even imagine i that love one. opaf it was super fun we made in la participated i think the first year maybe um that that they did it that was the first I, time I regretted not showing. That was like, after that time, I was like, oh, why didn't I show? With I felt, Made in LA? Yeah. When that you, was such a fun year yeah, because yeah. that's when um, we made a gallery out of cardboard, like a temporary gallery. 
with plinths that had like with plinths, Roman columns. Yeah. Style. So we just tried to make like a very ridiculous sort of classical gallery with like fr- and we had so we had cardboard frames and columns just set up around the succulents of of the Angels Gate Cultural Center in that armory area. And then is that what it's called? What is that? I think thing? so. Bat- the battery. Battery. The battery. Yeah. And then um People, we just invited the community, whoever wanted to, could just come and bring their art that day. And it was for sale and it was $20 and you could donate a dollar to Made in LA, I think, if you wanted to, or you could just keep it. It's up to you. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah. And yeah. so people came and they just, they totally bought the work. And then a new person would bring their work and put it on the plinth or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah. like, so it went from just an empty cardboard gallery to being full, full of yeah. art. And then... That was it. It was just one day. But it also gave, I mean, the idea was that we were able to get into the art fair as an organization or whatever we are as an, as an art project without, Mm -hmm. you know, but we were giving artists an ability or the, the opportunity to be in an art fair, which is hard to do, you know, like, how do you get into an art fair? Um, and so that was really fun. You didn't bring a piece. Oh, people brought pieces, but you came to it. No, I was, I was, I helped you, you guys like, out. Our I was... picture is in art form <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. God. What's it called? No, I, I was there. I feel like you were wearing that shirt. I was, <laughs> I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> That's so funny. I would have never put it together. This is literally the shirt that I'm wearing in so that picture. That is so funny. I don't know what I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. It was sunny. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It was. I think it was you, me, and Jamie. Jamie. And then we were there the whole day, and it was super. Oh hot. Yeah. yeah, it was so yeah. hot. And you like came early and installed. And stuff. I think I was late. Actually. Oh, Jamie came Jamie, early. Jamie, I'm gonna give and Jamie Ida his credit on that one. Yeah, yeah, that was so fun. So that was the first OPAF, I believe. And then I did the next one as uh, as what's my thesis, yeah. and I had that. And huge I had space. the clocks, the yeah. like different cardboard box sculptures. Yeah, the in little it. ticking, the ticking clock. Yeah, totally. And then, uh, did you recognize that at my show at Pado Gallery? Like I did a, the show that I did there was all um, reproductions of moments in my studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and definitely recognize that. I had yeah. that piece, the little clock. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I painted it and put it on a painting, so it was like two D. So you painted it. You painted up paint. You didn't. I, actually, did, I painted the sculpture. Yeah, yeah. But I did put the sculptural element of the ticking okay. box on the painting. On the thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was run by iPhones, I think. Your show? No, your thing. There, there was something oh, with an iPhone. Oh, one of them was Oh, like, yeah. What was that? There was like oh my God, I an iPhone that. that I had to turn on or off. Yes. Anyway. I totally forget what that was. Yeah. OPAF is, OPAF is amazing. I feel a little guilty because when I applied, I, uh, I, I, had, I, I didn't realize this until like years later, but like... I applied for a small space and I used all that space and I didn't oh, pay. I don't think it mattered. I know that it much. doesn't, but I still feel guilty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I the just real got estate... so excited. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, like I can do all of this stuff. But there were, so, yeah. there's no boundaries really. It was just a, an approximation. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. it's fine. But, uh, but yeah, that's that. Then up for that one, I interviewed Josh Shadle. And oh, like, yeah. funny. I just um, liked or you know followed him on instagram he's I think great that's the he has the the uh, tell me what is it f starts with uh fulcrum f. press fulcrum. yeah yeah the yeah. the space <clears> in <throat> in what's it called yeah yeah i felt so uh, like i was like oh my god this shit's been here all this time i was like i would have been coming here all the time you know i 
No, because you went to Megan's show. Yeah, I, I, Megan, and then I didn't make it. Yeah, this is such an inside <laughs> baseball. And just to clarify, because people might not know this, uh, OPAF is Other Places Art Fair, which is like uh, in it, San Pedro at the Angels Gate Cultural. Yeah. Oh, at the park. And there's a few similarly named uh, fa- art fairs. They're like there's an other art fair or something like that. Oh, good point. So, yeah. So it's I just want to be clear. Yeah, I want to be clear. This <clears> is the one. That, this is a specific one in San Pedro. San Pedro. Excuse me. San Pedro. <laughs> how and it's it spelled. is uh, Excuse me. for basically alternative art projects yeah, that maybe of, don't have a space or that are just an idea. Yeah, it's it is a, like I mean I guess the thing is like. And then there's high beams, which is also cool. We t- we talked about it. Oh, on, so on, high beams, yeah. On Carl's well, hi- episode. Oh, you did? I yeah, didn't yeah. hear Carl's episode. It's not out yet. Oh, oh okay. There, the, like I said, this is coming out in Got September. It. Got there's it. like I don't even know how many months there are between now and September. No, we can't count. Carl's count is coming out sometime again. in June, late June. Oh, amazing! For BLA Connect in time. Oh, for that. amazing! Yeah, great. Okay. Well, high beams. So we did Loimbi. But wait, going back to OPAF one yeah. second. I think I didn't. Didn't I do another OPA? You may have. Made in LA? Or maybe I definitely know that you had the space and then you donated it to uh, Monta oh, Vista. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. Okay. I had the space and then donated it to Monta Vista because I just was so burnt out. Yeah. 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 And then I spent the whole day with Kellen Barney B. King, also guest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was Funny. the first Monta Vista guy I had on. He was great. That you had on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Our episode was fun. We like uh, he's he knows so much about like horticulture or, or he's a, in a, like about native plant species. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I I feel like I want to just invite Serge or maybe Kellen now to my apartment to help me because my plants are just suffering. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing well, and I don't know what I don't know what to do. I've maybe never. I should start talking to them. Or... My grandmother laughs at me because uh, she would leave. She has a huge garden in Miami. It's in Miami. It should be really easy to water. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a humid tropical climate. No, I was always like, they were always almost dying when she would come back. I know. I'm terrible. Like I'm always like, oh, I'll just pick a day and I'll water. And then I forget for weeks, months. Yeah. And then they're hanging on by a thread. And then I resume watering. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a, an avocado tree. I do. That's and very I, specific. that's like my art project. And I still, I like, <laughs> it I, almost well, dies. no, what I started to do now is like whenever I have like a well, little water left product. in a glass, I'll just dump it in there so that at least it's like getting a little bit of oh, water okay. on a regular basis. Uh, Chris Burden's avocado. Yeah. So it, in terms of watering hmm. real quick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I, by the way, I we are say, in a drought, so... I used to tell my grandmother that I thought I overwatered them and she would laugh at me. <laughs> I think sometimes I do overwater because I think I starve them, then I yeah. overwater, and then they turn yellow. Oh, uh, okay. I water, I'm sorry. Speaking of all this water. So, Chris Burden's avocado, that... Mm, that piece, <clears throat> and maybe other pieces that I've done, are kind of about, like, provenance and, like... Um, how it's kind of arbitrary and what does it mean for a celebrity? I mean, an artist to be a celebrity. And it's kind of like thinking about that stuff. Yeah. And so cut to, I, I have a side job, mm-hmm. which is uh, my main source of income. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's, we can talk more about that in a second uh-huh. and like uh, more broadly about that because this well, is the I'm community. I'm not going to talk about it right no, no, now. No, no, you don't have to oh, talk okay. about the job, but in terms of the idea, like that's basically this community, the art, uh, alternative space community are people that have day jobs. 
right? Yeah, right, right. So I have a side job that, may, yeah. A side okay, hustle. So, um, and it's not in finance. It's not. <laughs> so anyway, so, but somebody that I um, t- taught at my job <clears throat> is, was in the art handling world and somehow went to Chris Burden's property and got a bunch of avocados and tomatoes and like some fruit and brought me an avocado. Nice. Are they more than, no, maybe I think just one avocado. Cause that, it has to be just the one. It's better. And, story. But I think I also had tomatoes. <laughs> there was one avocado and I was like, God, this is, this isn't just an avocado. This is like Chris Burden's avocado. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like had it on my counter and I let it ripen and I like took pictures of it. Did you, and did then, it, 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 you managed to eat it at the right moment? I, yes, you have okay. no idea. I like, I was like. You were looking at a daily I technique. realized, I was like, this isn't, like, why is this not just an avocado? Suddenly this is like, this is a big deal avocado, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> this did it is taste Chris better? Burden's avocado. Did it taste better than <laughs> most avocados? It was amazing. So I, so I did, I like documented it and I like filmed myself cutting it up and then I invited Ben over and we like had tacos and we made um I like filmed the whole thing how did you choose the the meal um so I don't know it seemed pretty basic I I yeah I do we did yeah we eat them like all the time but yeah it's just tortilla and I think you know yeah and then I, I mean, don't know he's an I, LA artist so I feel like I that that it. is appropriate yeah it <laughs> I wasn't sense. questioning no it. that's a good point but it just we, yeah, it was just like a simple meal that we could make. And then you put the avocado on, on mm. there. Yeah, it made sense. So, and then I filmed us eating it. And then um, I took the pit and I, you know, speared it with toothpicks and let it sit in water. Um, Did you research how to do that? I think so. Okay. But I think it's a thing. Like, I knew it was a thing that you All could right. sprout an avocado. Actually, I think I have a book that's like... Um, it's a little book and it's it's about um taking your kitchen scraps and making a garden, you know, turning mm-hmm. kitchen scraps into a garden kind of thing. I don't remember what it's called. Um and so I think I probably looked I actually probably opened a book and looked at the page for avocado and did it. Yeah. And it took forever wow. to for the for the pit to sprout, but then it finally did. It started to get like little tiny roots coming out. And then um Did you keep that thing, at your house or at the studio? It was at my house. Okay, go ahead. It was at my house. And then I moved to Ben's at that time, actually. And it, it, it still didn't, this is kind of just funny because, or eerie, or I don't know what it is. But um, it didn't, at my house, it didn't do anything. Then when we got, when I moved into Ben's, it was the summer of 2016. And then it started to get a little shoot coming out of it. And when the shoot is maybe six inches or so, you you can plant it halfway into soil. And so I did that, and that's the same time I got pregnant. Wow, so the okay. same. So Ida's the same age as Chris Burden's avocado. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I mean, the project just evolved in that I was just growing this plant, and um, and then the plant got invited to a few shows. So I would bring the plant to shows. So it's building its. It's a resume. And that's the one that you uh, showed at the, at the Kamikaze show, right? You oh, showed, yeah. yeah. So, that's okay. the piece so you showed at, there. Yes, thank you. So at the Kamikaze show, yeah, I had the plant on a little table, and I had the video of, mm. the, the, of the, the eating of the avocado. 
Um, and then, and I think the timeline of the avocado, it has a little timeline that comes with it that I, I keep adding on to, like yeah. kind of in the vein of Baldessari's, you know, the picture that keeps documenting itself and it moves around from Oh, I'm not familiar with that piece. <clears throat> it's a really good piece. It sounds like it. Yeah. And I think as it goes from museum to museum or space to space, they just add another line of, you know, the the name and the date and whatever no. show it was in. <laughs> well, there's two interesting things. I'm always kind of trying to quantify what makes an artist's brain like kind of weird, but obviously that's a story of somebody that just like finds something that and puts meaning to it, right? Exactly. Like, you, but I didn't necessarily put meaning to it. This idea of celebrity put meaning to it. Yeah, but in a way, anybody else could have just gotten that avocado and eaten it and thrown it out, right? <laughs> like you true. felt you there's so there so right there. There's a sense of responsibility, right? Just there. That, that It says so much about what it is, right? It's an interesting thing because it's like... Anyway, the, 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 I, that's just, to me, is funny. I, we don't necessarily have to get into what and quantifying an artist. But I used to think that it, used, it was like a thing of like... It, it, there was a critical thinking part element involved. But I think that that... I'm starting to feel differently about that. I don't necessarily think that that's implicit in art making, you know, that you the, that there's a critical thought process because I think a lot of times there's intuitive elements to it. Right? Totally. I mean, I think that, there's different yeah, kinds of artists. Exactly. Yeah. But I do think that, that 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 the element of like finding this thing and being like, this is important, that is a very quantifiable like artist, <laughs> like, you know, like like junk mail. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the yeah. same thing. It's like, it is like I, junk mail. And by the way, I just throw my junk mail out. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point, you know, or yeah. like receipts, the obsession that I have with keeping receipts because mm -hmm. I, I still, I'm going to eventually put that piece out and price it for whatever the fuck I've spent. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoever from uh, 2012 to now, whatever I've spent. I have all those receipts, uh -huh. and that's how much that piece is going to be worth. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. So hopefully I'll be Well, there are like a couple enough. different, like there's obviously a lot of different kinds of artists, but there are, I always sort of marvel at the ones that seem to have like, they have like a style and they like paint in this way. And it's like, you know, they're, I guess maybe like that would be more of, more of the, what did you call it? Like the intuitive. Intuitive. Yeah. sort of need to make things. Yeah, and I mean, if you talk to ceramicists, like, I love ceramics, but there's very different, like, all artists talk very differently about art. Like, if you talk to painters and you're a conceptual artist, which I kind of lean a little bit towards, I'm trying mm -hmm. to, I mean, I do work outside of that, and I do like to just make dumb drawings for, mm -hmm. for fun. I mean... I'm, yeah. use, I'm not as dumb as a pejorative, but dumb as a, as, as a relief, Yeah, <laughs> you know, instead of always having to be like, well, yeah. okay, if I do, the was fuck that? was that? I don't know. Was that a <laughs> semi outside beeping or was that in your machine? I have no it fucking clue. sounded like clue. an orchestra. Yeah. It was like an orchestra <laughs> hit, right? <laughs> Is that a sound on your phone? I don't know. Oh my God. Anyway. That was like, there is an old computer sound that's like. Oh yeah, like ding. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh, like a whole orchestra all at yeah. once. Anyway. <laughs> but um what's it called? Go going back to the, mm. the art thing, it it, it it is interesting how difficult it can be to talk to different artists about you know, because they all have different vocabularies. Like if you uh, if you're mm -hmm. a photographer versus if you're a painter versus I guess you, so. you know yeah. what I mean? I try to tend towards 
more lay people speak. <laughs> really? To, you don't think of yourself as a sophisticated? You went to, a, no, you got an MFA. I'm as dumb as they come. No, I don't have an MFA. Oh, you don't? No. Didn't you meet Salome abroad? At, we went to undergrad together. Oh, uh, okay. So that you, Scotland was undergrad? A, no, I didn't meet her in Scotland. She oh. did go to Glasgow. You're right. Okay. I met her at Bard. Oh, and that's, and, and that's how you guys know Jamie. Yeah, yep, we okay. all went to undergrad together. He and did we were a in the low art residency. There. What did he do? Did, oh, no, that wasn't his. He was also BFA at the time. BFA. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did he go to grad school? I have no he did, idea. He did a low residency uh, uh, grad school. Uh, and he, and, like, the he was what? a low residency one where you like, don't have to live in the uh, city, but you go by. by uh, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily, oh. I feel we're talking about his oh, education, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, I just have no clue, but he gave me, he was the person that gave me the advice that I didn't need to go to grad school. I agree. And, and, I and also we that. don't need to get into debt. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I like, I was seriously considering it around the time that, uh, you know, that, that uh, actually around 2018, 19. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was really thinking about going to grad school. That was the last time that I thought about it. And then you thought of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> this it is, is grad school. Yeah, this is and it's exactly. it's all about networking. Right? Exactly. So it's like, I was like, bro, I can waste my energy instead of my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, so you made the decision to not go to grad school? I don't know if I made the decision in, because I did apply at some point to a few, but I like, I was in New York and then I kind of left mm-hmm. and then I moved here and then I no, I, yeah, then made an LA start. Yeah, I just didn't. Did I you? I didn't. Ever, not. I didn't really choose to not go to grad school. I just never really had my shit together to do it. Yeah. Well, well, it, also, if you never had an aspiration to teach, it seems like. Yeah. It's a little. I mean, I would love. Well, I mean, I I've, I've documented my thoughts on grad school and, and on art school where it's like <laughs> when I did the interviews, they were all like, we're going to tear you down and build you back up. I'm like, uh. Eh. Yeah, eh. I don't know. <laughs> I think at some point I thought I would, and then you know I didn't do it, and then I just didn't do it. Yeah. And at some point I think I was insecure about it. Okay, then, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, and then at, and then at another point, that just went away. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it was made in and LA that, that helped with that. You I think? think so because I think part of my response to the Hammer Show was like, you know, who are the people who are being invited to meet with the curators? They, do they all have MFAs? And then I would like look and see how many had MFAs. And same thing with the Whitney. It's like, you know, it sort of feels like a who's who or who yeah. knows who or what school that you went to. And so I was insecure about it. But I think also having a kid like made me more confident mm-hmm. in a way. And also just once I started realizing that I needed to apply to things and I needed to make art in order to get anywhere, you know, and it wasn't just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you have to do the work. I mean, maybe some once in a while, there's somebody who just gets a really, really lucky, but. Yeah. And we, we know people that have, I mean, we're friends with people that have gone to like Yale and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I do feel like people like, uh, Jorge Mujica, Mm -hmm. He's got a fucking focus on... Did he go to Yale? Yeah, he oh, went okay. to Yale. Oh, okay. I had no you know, idea. And then, see, I never think about it either. It's like I never look to see if somebody has a wedding ring, and I never think, like, <laughs> oh, where did they go to school? Or <laughs> The wedding ring is like, a funny one well, because people, you're not... A lot of people, like, they look right away to see that, and I'm like, I don't... don't you're not interested. It doesn't occur to me. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't occur to me. Yeah. I'm a little bit... 
in a cloud, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the, the, the embracing of the dumb because I definitely embrace the dumb. <laughs> and I think that that, but I think that maybe that is a little bit of a separation where it's like, um, I think, I mean, maybe I, it's not fair to say that I don't take myself seriously because like I, it sounds this is this, serious. I saw you setting know, up and I was like, I don't know if I'm I, I worthy of being a guest on the show. <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, okay. So like, um, we're basically two people that at one point decided we need to make art mm-hmm. and we're going to figure out how to fucking stay relevant in the scene, uh, to, you know, to what, through whatever means necessary. Like I started this show, this show when I was nobody, I didn't know anybody. I knew you, yeah. you know, and you didn't know that many people. <laughs> <at> the <time>. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I, yeah. I knew you and, me, and and then a couple people that I knew through, uh, my friend Seth, who I went to, uh, uh, art school in Florence with, mm-hmm. But, uh, um, but yeah, like, and I think that I also have been through that process myself of just sort of like being really insecure about not having an MFA mm-hmm. and just like how legit of an artist am I? And through the process of just doing this and meeting, yeah. like, but like, I definitely, I want to credit Made in LA, like, uh, in terms of like a project that has been like helpful to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, That's it's really like, it's, it's heartwarming. No, I, I mean, you, like, you should, you should <laughs> feel the warmth because, because it's, I mean, you, I'm sure I'm not the only person that you've given this much like insight into like how you just fucking do something. You know, like you always hear people saying, you just do something, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and then it's but it's it feels like a mystery. And yeah. Then and then you do isn't. it and you're, like, and you're like, oh, I just did something. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, right now I am coming to terms with the fact that I am no longer the same person I was when I started this show. Oh, so I have yeah. to I have to move differently because I am no longer a nobody. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. I am no... People are putting your show on their resume now. Yeah, that's crazy. And people have gotten shows from this. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. It's fucking crazy. Wow. So now now with that in mind, like, you know, I was just like doing a dumb podcast, but now I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, but... It was never dumb. I mean... It still is. <laughs> I like the free format, though. I think because I think you had more um, parameters before. Right? Well, I do have still parameters. Oh, okay. It's yeah. just that you know we have stuff to talk about. But like, if it's a stranger, <laughs> I'm going to be like you know like Carl's topic. Like the topic is ju- is. But I think people get rigid on it because the name is what's my thesis. So they feel like mm-hmm. they have to be scholarly and they don't like you know uh, uh, Kamal Bade uh, who who's episode just came out okay uh she was like i thought you were just a board grad student and i'm like so the title is like a little bit misleading well i never thought that i thought oh he is like me he doesn't have an mfa (laughs) and he's like looking for answers or something yeah that's basically it and then also i think it's like that what's my thesis is literally i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about that's how i took it it's a disclaimer also if i recall you used to have like there was the person who knew a lot about a topic and then the person oh no no that was just that was just for the live show that was that was a one-time thing because that was just because i just want to say for the people who are listening if anyone's i was the person who didn't know anything yeah but you were given an opportunity to know I was, yeah, I did a I little bit you, of research. I sent you resources. I, did. I read a little bit of it, and then I was like sweating. But it, but, I was but like, it I didn't, don't know. It didn't matter because no, it was so great. It, it was matter. so great. It was fun. I had a blast. It's uh, 
any time that I can be the idiot in the room that knows a lot of stuff, like which was how that played out, uh-huh. like you were just so skeptical. Anyway, we don't have to review the, the show. But I, yeah, I do like... Uh, anyway, I've lost my place. But what I'm saying about all of this stuff is that like, you know, slowly it gets better. I didn't buy all this gear the first year, you yeah. know. Um, slowly you get better at doing stuff. But mm-hmm. at this point, like... Um, I'm just like really lucky that I met you guys and that I experienced all of that stuff because I didn't even know anything about anything, you know, and I had done a show at, uh, at, at Cirrus, you know, but I just lucked into that. And I, you know, like it, it really is a matter of the, what I would say to artists, you know, now that we have claimed some clout for ourselves, and you tell me what you think, but okay. actually, you know what? You tell. Well, wait, me. where are you going with? I'm this? saying, like, what would you recommend for artists like that? That oh. like that are in that position that we like. You just first moved to LA. You want to network. Get people. What would you recommend? I think you should go to the openings at the Bendix. <laughs> It's probably one of the easiest like, places. It's so easy, and you just—I feel like you don't ever leave there without talking to five hundred people. Yeah, you know, like there's just so many people there, and um, Mona Vista is very approachable. Yes, and TSA, and there's like, Carl you, is like one of the most. It's intimidating when you get into these spaces, and you're like, all I these know. people know each other, right? Yeah, but I swear we didn't used to. Yeah, and then little by little, you just do, sort of do know a bunch of people. But I also go places and don't know anybody. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you know some one person and it feels really good when you know people, but you can always look at the art if there's nobody to talk to. Yeah. You know? And and I, th- I would say also that, like, one of the things is that not being an MFA and not being part of the teacher community, that mm-hmm. is its own intrinsic it's network. True. So. Oh, I see what you're saying. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, a lot of pe- it looks like a lot of people know each other. They know each other from work. Mm-hmm. They don't know each other from the scene. You know, so they're also yeah. getting it like... Uh, well, I think it does. I think it can be really hard if you didn't go to school here. I think, yeah. you know, you're just at that. It's not a disadvantage, but you don't have the advantage of knowing people right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I didn't know. And when I moved here, I didn't know anybody in the art world. I don't think. What, what year was that? Um, well, I moved here in 2002 with Salome. But then I went to, I, I didn't do anything. I was just floating around like a 20, some, a young 20 year old does, yeah. you know, I was not, um, equipped. I, I think, yeah, we had like shows, but it was just, we just did it ourselves kind of thing or a few random things here and there, but I wasn't very serious. Then I moved to New York and I feel like New York after living in LA in the early 2000s was boot camp. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to get a job because L.A. was so cheap when I first moved here. Oh, wow. I had to pay like, what, two seventy five a month to make rent or whatever it was. You know, it was so cheap. And um, I just didn't really have to apply myself. And then in New York, I mean, you just you really had to get a job <laughs> and take yourself a little bit more seriously. And then I moved back to L.A. in 2010. 2010? Yeah. Yeah. I was two, 2008, so mm-hmm. around the same time. But yeah, it wasn't until I was I moved in 2008. It wasn't until 2012 that I showed, you know. And okay, I and yeah. and when I moved out here, I wasn't even really like 
I was still kind of recovering from graduating and not really making work. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things that's weird about going to grad school. You know, like a lot that of you people... you have to recover. Yeah, that a that's lot of a lot people of come... things you have to recover from, but yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So... Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say is is um, is it's interesting, you know, like if you don't have work when those opportunities come, you know, like I got that show at Cirrus because I had made those right. pieces. They yeah. were, and for years they were just concepts, you know, yeah. and I have projects right now that I, if I make them, I could show them probably. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I would say that for artists, if you're out there networking and uh, and you're frustrated because you're not like getting, you know, you network and then maybe do studio visits with people, right? I w- should do more studio visits because I don't really, and I I really should. we still have I cleaned one. my studio so I can have people over if anybody wants to come over. We scheduled, <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks great. We scheduled one and we never did it because we inside we're doing this. But I definitely I, I oh, want to make a, a few more drawings yeah. for of the stuff that I'm doing that I want to talk oh, to you cool. about. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So that I. I feel like that was on my New Year's. I had a resolution, which was to do more studio visits. But do you think that that's an effective way to like get to know people? Because it's, diff- it's different yeah. than the conversations you would have. It's different, and at you a have gallery. to actually show your work and talk about it. And I think that's great if yeah. you like sweat a little. I think that's probably a yeah, good yeah. thing. What and about- I want to see other people's work too. So it's mutual because you go. It's you know you you go to one, and they come to you. You know. Yeah. What other, what other things can people do that, that like, you know? Well, I mean, I think like, obviously you always have to apply to things. Like even though I feel like grants, et cetera, like you just make yourself apply because it gets you to write down your ideas and sort of realize what you're doing. Because I don't know about you, but I don't always know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. It sort of comes together later. Well, that's why the studio visits help. Yeah, the studio visits, having conversations about it. But at galleries, you don't end up talking about your work. At all. You're just sort of shoot the shit you know you're, like, you're kind you know? of rude if you do <laughs> yeah like so if you if you ask oh, okay. someone what kind of work do you make sometimes they'll be like i've i it's it's a i've had this conversation so many times that's yeah. why i don't make people talk about their work on the show that's what the topic is oh by the way the oh. format for the show which oh. apparently you don't know i don't know Sorry. <laughs> because i put you through a different one <laughs> for a one-time live show basically i just have i just have people come on the show and teach me something that they've learned about because my assumption oh. is that most artists know a lot about something you I know like that better that's good yeah, and yeah. then you're you're learning yeah exactly since you didn't go to, to grad, get, school. To grad yeah. school so anyway but basically since i know you i've been just drawing that stuff out you know Got it. which is like the what you know a lot about is but is, i think is, going to things helps yeah and like yeah making because let's say you go you meet one person you don't really know how to connect having a studio visit would be an excellent reason to connect with somebody. yeah, yeah. um yeah I met, uh, I, I don't, how, how well acquainted are you with Emmett uh, Walsh? I know he's more of Salome's friend. No, he's my friend, he's but I friend. haven't seen him. You haven't seen him in a while? in a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I met him networking at a show. In fact, he was the one that I hit it off with before I met Salome. Oh, And okay. all those people. So, like, I oh. was just at a show with uh, my friend, and then we just started talking about art. Mm-hmm. And that, so maybe, actually, maybe scratch that. Talking about art can be useful in mm-hmm. in spaces, but... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, and then... I'm just saying you don't often end up talking about your work. So a yeah. studio visit would be a, a better way to, to yeah, have yeah. that conversation. But, yeah, so, and then anything else that you can think of? Just Yeah, I think I just thought of something. Go ahead. So, um... It's hard once you know, right? 
Well, no. I mean, we're always figuring it out. But wait, I just, I lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. But like, for instance, let's say you're, what was I going to say? Like, I'm kind of shy. Emmett's kind of shy. But, oh, I know what I was going to say. Social media is really challenging because it, you know, there's the whole, what is that phrase where you compare and just compare and despair? Oh, I've not or, heard oh, that okay. one. I, I was going to say FOMO, but. Oh, FOMO. Same, okay. same, same kind of thing where like you end up feeling inadequate in some ways, perhaps. And, but also the fact that it moves so fast. I mean, there's so many shows. There's so many things happening, conversations, Zooms, podcasts, et cetera. You can't possibly keep up with it all. And I feel like, try, I feel personally like you have to, pace yourself and try not to put too much pressure on yourself. Like, okay, like I'm going to try, you know, like you can't just expect to have a solo show every year or something. You you just don't set your, your um, goals too high. (laughs) Like try to be somewhat realistic, I think, Mm. and not beat yourself up and be like, okay, well I applied to, you know, several things this month or this year. I don't know. I think just being realistic about your expectations is maybe a way to sum that up. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you're going to some shows, anything you're adding on to the pile is good, but, you know, don't overwhelm yourself and feel like you have to go at the speed of a Instagram feed. Like, that's insane. Yeah. You know? Because you still need to just have time in your studio to make work. Yes, exactly. And I think that that sometimes that... I definitely have been in a position to get burnt out just from networking. Yeah. And then and then, then, then you're in a situation where you just don't... Because there's only so many... Like, in those spaces, the conversation is always going to be limited. Mm-hmm. You know? Even if you know the person. Like, even when we see each other, this is a much different conversation than that, right? Like, we don't talk... That in that in depth about anything, we're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh yeah, did you hear this crazy news story? <laughs> okay. Oh what? They're 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 locking people up in Australia. Okay. <laughs> you know, little things like that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we did have that. No, no, I'm literally referencing conversations we had. <laughs> where I, where afterwards, I was like, do they think I'm crazy? <laughs> I never. I mean, I appreciate anyone who's crazy. Um, I think also just yeah, once you're doing it, it demystifies the whole thing. And yeah, you definitely don't need a degree of any kind to be a part of anything. To have a sense of belonging, you just have to actually yeah. put yourself out there. And you have a you common know? interest with these people. They're, you really do. And you have their most important interests in common, right? So mm-hmm. it can, it, uh, and LA is a networking city, you know, <laughs> well, here's a, here's a piece of advice. Uh, if someone is coming off as thirsty, like say maybe a new me inviting people onto this podcast... <laughs> Don't be a dick to that person because you that person's motivated. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> you know? if somebody like, like I've had a few people you. As- no, I've had some people pull power moves on me, and and I was like, okay, pulling the episode. I'm not talking to you anymore. We're not working together. I just you know I just rather not. And like at the time, I was nobody. Now I'm like I see them and the, and we just like we make eye contact. It's like okay, okay, <laughs> space, space. Yeah. You know, but well, it's like. I don't know. It I just mean, makes shit weird, you know? Yeah. I, Have you had any... any? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I do it weekly, though. Or, yeah. like, the, sh- the podcast is a weekly thing, you know? So people, I think, get... But I, yeah, and it's, like, intimate, you know? It's intimate. I think that, like, but, you know, 
Anyway, not like I'm just saying that like stay professional. Stay professional. Yeah. You know, like seriously, like <laughs> don't don't shit on people's projects. Yeah. Don't like dis- dismiss people because then it gets weird. And then like you're like I I don't have beef with you, but I'm like, oh hey. And then now you feel weird around me. And then it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I don't know. But I think I generally don't have a lot of conflict. No. With I don't know. But you don't have people being like, oh, I, I don't want the episode to come out. And then... I don't have that. Yeah, no. exactly. I mean, when with like I, LA, I mean, I'm kind of entrusted with people's like, perso- like, you know, artist persona. And mm-hmm. some people are very protective of that. I think... Um, I mean, I don't know. I might have yeah. to pull my episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into. But I mean, maybe if somebody doesn't want something out there, I don't. I don't know. No, I mean, I just or, don't put it out. It's yeah. but it's like it's not worth it. That's why I don't do waivers it's just or anything. The thing that people maybe sometimes don't realize is that we're doing all of this work on our own. Like nobody, we're not working for somebody. We don't have a staff working yes. for us. You know, like. That's why I don't I don't post pictures on Instagram anymore. It's just a lot of work. And I think No, one and, thing and people that get pissed happen, off. People are like, Oh, I don't like what you put yeah. and I'm like, But you gave me the fucking pictures. Yeah. You know? Well and with so, Made in LA that I think I, w- I wouldn't say that there was I would say actually I was surprised at how little mm-hmm. kind of conflict or drama that there was. Like most people just understood the sort of guidelines, like the information they had to um, submit and you know, some people flaked, of course, you know, but not very many. It was surprising, no, yeah. um, you know, on the day of their event or whatever. They actually I only had one, one I remember that, one, I went, yeah, yeah, I mean, that I went to. And just it a handful there. of people, yeah. like, didn't get get it together to, to do it. Um, and then there were a, f- a few people who were, you know, maybe sad that, like, people didn't really come outside of their circle or mm. whatever. Um and they voiced that to you? Yeah, so they would they voiced that to me. Oh, they were like, hey, you guys didn't promote the show for us, kind of? That was th- the attitude? I think so, yeah. Like, it yeah. was sort of my responsibility to get people to come to their piece. You yeah. Know, even if, like, I don't know. There, there, there's that. <laughs> it's kind of not the point, but. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, but that's the reality of the art of yes. throwing any kind of event, maybe even outside of the art world, it's like it's hard to get people to get out of their lives in Los Angeles and their houses and like schedule something and like drive and like go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like how many art shows I've gone? You know, there's hundreds. I've gone to like two in the past week. You know. Yeah, I feel like f- because of the format of what this is, I end up keeping a lot of secrets for people. About how they conduct themselves and their you profession. You say that you keep you what? I keep a lot of secrets for people. For people. Because when people misbehave, it's not like I go out and, and I'm like, right. Hey, this guy's a fucking dick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for sure, I know of like yeah. one person that didn't get into Monta Vista because I was like, Hey, you know what? This was kind of weird. You know, we had a weird interaction. I'm cool with the person, but like, I don't want to be like in the same collective yeah. as somebody that was like, you know. That takes me seriously now, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Do and you know that's, well, I think, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I, I think I know what you're saying. And this just goes back to like staying professional and yeah. not getting personal. Yeah. And, you know, and, and also if probably, if somebody treats 
you poorly or like makes a point of putting you in your place, it's probably out of insecurity, you know? No, exactly. So, yeah. Which is like, it's a weird responsibility and it's a weird insight into people when you're, when you're like scheduling it. And then like, cause okay. When people get very nervous about what they said, they Mm -hmm. get aggressive, you okay, know, yeah. you know, so you have a free form conversation and someone will fix it. Like I, I, I have some sympathy in this case because a lot of times the person uh, doesn't have the experience of speaking. Like I record this every, you know, in theory every week. And so uh, I'm used to saying dumb shit and being OK with it. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Whereas like people are very precious with it, but they get very aggressive, you know, yeah. and they're like, you can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, OK, I'm just not going to do anything. Well, I mean, you ha- the 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 premise of your show, though, is that you're like open minded and trying to learn. So, I mean, if you fumble or do something, take a misstep, I mean, ideally you can learn from it instead of being. Um, oh, I dismissed, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just, I, and uh, I'm just saying that it's like if it was a different kind of crap. Like I just think that it also comes a lot. Like I experience it because it comes from the fact that artists tend to have a very controlled. Like when you're on your Instagram, it's a very curated totally exposure to the person. Yeah. So sometimes people come on the show and you get to know them, and they're perfectly nice people. You had a perfectly good conversation, uh-huh. but they get fixated on something they said. Yeah. And then you're like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I think I had to prep myself like, oh, I'm going to do Javier's podcast. And I think, yeah. you know, I had to like kind of um, tell myself that it would be okay and that <laughs> I can sound stupid oh, and I'm okay stu- with that. You're still going to be nervous <laughs> about it. You're still going to be nervous about it afterwards. I might laugh too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. And but, it's fine. I'm okay with it. But I also came in thinking, well, whatever happens, happens. Javier's, it's his episode. He gets what, <laughs> you know, I'll just do my best. Yeah. But at, at the same time, it's not even that, e- like, it's not an adversarial podcast, I which mean, is the other thing that's crazy about it. You know, it's like, yeah. so anyway, it's funny. But yeah, so there's definitely like, I've had to set boundaries for how I do this thing so that that doesn't happen because yeah. it used to happen a lot. Well, uh, yeah, but as your show gets more listeners and is taken more seriously, you do have to adapt to that. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's... I think you know, yeah. It's just a part that's to be expected, but it is one of those things where I'm like, I don't, you know, like, yeah. like I know things about the art world that I'm never going to share with people. <laughs> and I know I know things about certain people in the art world that are yeah. very popular, that are very well respected and very mm-hmm. well networked that... I have a different opinion about, you know, yeah. and I will probably never work with. But I think that that's... That's yeah. normal in the zine, right? I think it's totally normal. There's a lot of big personalities. And yeah, people, yeah. people are very demanding. I feel like there's this point, and I wonder where it is, where, like, you know, you're growing up and you're, like, fairly easygoing or maybe you're, maybe you're always rigid. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. from the get-go. But I feel like there's this point as we age where we just become less um, able to... Or we become more rigid. I, I hope that I don't become that way, but I think it just happens. And like yeah. people, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Where people just become more idiosyncratic and more rigid th- and like they have a really much harder time when things don't go their way or. I think there's I also a lot of narcissism in the art world. It, well, yeah, it, you know, and true. and not not in a pejorative, yeah. like in just a, a a clinical way of describing it where it's like, um, people, I think it really has a lot to do with people's 
concern over their perception. Yeah. Well, I think like in my art making, like I think I went from being more of like, oh, I'm, I make paintings or drawings to um, actually I kind of want to just dissect what it means to be an artist in the art world because it's so yeah, fascinating yeah. and mystifying to me. And like try, like you're trying to be a part of something and like feel a sense of belonging to this group of people. And what is all of this about? You know? Yeah. yeah. And no, it the, why, and why do we want to be a part of it? No, exactly. You know? That is one of the fascinations for me. And it is a weird community because it is, it's a community that's also very, that it's at the same time very supportive, but also very competitive. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yes and no. Like, I feel nothing but support from you, and I don't feel that we would. No, compete. I don't think. No, but, but other, but with other, some people are competitive, totally. And I'm a very competitive person, but we don't have like in certain aspects. <laughs> I used to be a soccer coach. Okay, so I do like, know that. Yeah, about yeah. You. I, I like I used to coach year round uh-huh. club soccer. So, oh yeah. So it, it, I have that competitive streak, but it always catches me off guard. You know, like because I've done, I've competed at mm-hmm. such a competitive level with like a yeah. type personality parents and stuff, like. When it comes from artists, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't think of myself as a competitive person. I know yeah, it comes yeah. out every now and again, but I'm not too competitive. It stresses me out, yeah. you know? But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man. Anyway, I mean, we've been recording for an, an hour and 15. I know you oh. have somewhere to be. Uh, we can start wrapping up. Yeah, we can wrap up. Okay. Cool. Well, I really appreciate this conversation. Uh, it's a very, I had no idea what we were going to talk about. I never really do. But even though, but I definitely enjoy talking about the idea of the art world. I think this is an interesting conversation because yeah. I'm always trying to understand what it is that we're doing here. Because I don't think anybody really knows. I don't think we know. And I don't think we know why we do it. But like, you got examples like you, me, and Carl, who are like, uh, and Deborah, and you know all mm-hmm. these people that we know in this community that gravitate towards each other. I think maybe it's a good idea if you it, like if you want to expedite the process. I would say coming up with a project that is networking based, like oh, we yeah. like both of us have done. I think that's true. I think there's a bunch of projects like that. Like um, you can get involved with ones that exist, like yeah. Made in LA, right? Because they're super accessible. Made in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, What's my thesis? What's my thesis? It's less accessible. Now it's less accessible. Now it's more referral-based. Now it's more referral now it's elitist. Based. No, it's more referral-based so that I don't end no, up I'm with yeah. boring co- yeah. conversations. But there are open calls all the time, yeah. whether it's public. Like Sasha Bowman did that full bleed. I don't know if she's still doing it, but that was a open call kind of publication. Yeah. Broadsheet. Do you remember that? No. Well, anyway, it was just another. We're, we're going to have an open call at Monta Vista. That's right. Yeah. We are. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't animated. keep track of any dates. I feel like everything is just like being thrown at me, but I do know about it. I just forget. I forget. Yeah. yeah. I forget things. No. I feel like the, I'm becoming very forgetful in the age of pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, it's not an easy time, even though the pandemic is over. It's like <laughs> somehow it's very disorienting. And like, I really do have a hard time keeping track of. Yeah. Times, dates, obligations. As someone who works in retail, I'm very aware that at any point someone could just shoot me in the face. Oh my god, Olivier! <laughs> it happens. It's been, there's oh news stories. Oh my god! But I, yes, okay. Oh my goodness. Well, that thing right by Pink's we've hot talked dog, about how I have a dark I streak. I know. I had um, electrical cords in my last show, and you you thought all you could think about was strangulation. 
Yeah. And then someone else had some beautiful... I'm sorry. <laughs> with that piece, with Christina's piece, I'm sorry. You can't tell me that that was a stretch. The one that has all the nipples in the, in the portal sort of what thing. Is it? What is So the, there was a show at Also Gallery. I guess you haven't seen the piece. There was another oh. piece that we talked about at, at that meeting. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. You're all wrong. But that, what did you think it was? Uh, Ed Gein. Ed Gein, he, if you don't know who Ed Gein is, he's a serial killer. He's technically not a serial killer because he only killed two people. But he was a grave robber who made arts and crafts. So he's the artist's uh, uh, true crime person. And he would make, like trying to decide how gross to get because you're my friend it's but fine. he made nipple belts like he made a oh, belt out of okay. women's nipples that is he, disturbing he made a pair of pants where he i'm not going to say it uh no, <laughs> no you know what i you can't can look it up uh yeah there's there's uh, it's actually not even for the show it's for you <laughs> i'll duck duck go it <laughs> yeah yeah um, so but Christina, what was her piece? So it, it was just disembodied body parts, it, like, oh. it, you know, in, in a... Like a kaleidoscope of... No, it was like a, a sculpture, and then there was like a ring that had a bunch of different ears or something like that. Oh. Anyway, the collection yeah. of, of, oh. of <laughs> multiple disembodied parts from a body was not that much of a stretch. Yours, <laughs> your objection, I understand, but you'll be happy to know I take medication for it, and so it's all good. by the way, I see a lot of cords here. I see why you might be haunted by them. <laughs> There's cords everywhere. Oh, uh, no, if we get into OCD, it's it, it can get pretty dark. Before I was on medicine, I couldn't look at a plastic bag without thinking of suffocation. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is we, your own issue. Yeah. No. This is this is a this is a mental health issue. <laughs> it's called OCD. Like I said. Yeah. Anyway. I don't have that. No, I know. Not my, not many people do. Oh. Yeah. I know that uh, our friend uh, Rakim is open about it, so mm, I don't yeah. mind uh, sharing that. He also we bonded over it. Mm. I think we have different types because there's different types, but yeah, mine tends to be a little bit more violent graphic imagery. Yeah. Okay. So feel bad for me when you when you I hear do. that. Don't I don't be disgusted feel bad by me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Everybody, please pity me. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up. Okay. Thank you so much Thank for doing you. the show. This Thank you so awesome. much for being my friend for seven years. Thank That's shit you. is crazy. I'm also, I can't yes. believe it's been that fucking long. I know. It feels like a blink. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, and where can people find you? Oh, here. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't come here. In, uh, Please I'm don't on come Instagram, here. Molly Shoelace. Molly. Molly Shoelace. Shoelace. Which is one of the best uh, screen, <laughs> screen names. Easier and, to spell than my last name. Uh, where, where can people find Made in LA? Maiden.LA. And where is that? When is the next one? Probably 2023. It, to coincide with the Hammer Show. 2023? So next Ideally. year. Ideally. Ideally. But start, you know, getting on the mailing list because I'll send an update if what, and when. What month is it? Usually, summer. Summer, so yeah, it tends to be August, September. August, as September. I re- recall. Okay, yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> if my brain serves me, I think it's mostly been August, and then uh, the, the COVID last year. COVID was, was September. September. Yeah, that was a hard one to pump out, but it happened. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know it happened. Well, you did Loinby. I know, but I didn't know that there were other shows. They were everywhere. I know. It was incredible. I, I was that was crazy. That was the best one in my opinion because people Loinby. Yeah, that was a fun. No, one. no. Um, the pandemic the, made in L.A. Really? Yeah. It was because people really, I don't know how they rallied to do like in-person events at that time, but they did. And it was incredible. Wow. Like really clever, interesting. Is there documentation that they can see at the website? 
I can't remember. I, I, the Made in LA account probably has some yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right? I think that also is Made in LA or Made in Los Angeles. But okay. M-A-I-D-E-N, Made in. Yeah. And your website or no? Yeah. MollyShulman.info. Okay. You don't have to spell <laughs> Shulman. S-C-H-U-L-M-A-N. Dot info? Dot info. I, the one for the show is dot, dot space. Oh, good. I don't yeah. think space existed when I did mine. It was yeah. just, it was like. Dot com was taken. It's like an editor or something. Some nerd has what's my yeah. thesis. Oh, really? Dot com. Oh. All right. Well, and then, uh, yeah, you guys can check us out next week. And thank you so much for checking us out. And thank you so much, Yay. Molly. Thank you.